podcast was my idea. I'm Lauren, and I'm the tallest mistake you'll ever meet. I'm Daisy Joe, and I hated Game of Thrones. <laughs> I'm Andrea, and I'm always Andrea. <laughs> You're always Andrea. And this is Books for Bad Bitches. <gasps> oh my god. We're the bad bitches. We read books. Mostly about women. We are women. And then we advertise them mostly to other women. And this week, we're talking about women's representation in literature. She just, she just took that. Yeah, we're just jumping right on in. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Okay, uh, so I'll start with the book I read. Okay. I was reading, um... <laughs> what were you reading? <laughs> I was reading Nemesis by Isaac Asimov. There you go. Hi, hi, welcome. Only two out of four people here are literate. <laughs> yeah, so that might be a problem. Yeah, so just really hang in there. Um... I'm going to be honest with you, I know the name of the book, but I don't know who wrote it. Andrea, do you know who wrote it? <laughs> the... Uh, no. Okay, well, it was called The Female, The Species, I'm pretty sure it's the only book. Someone, it someone get on yes. that internet, figure yeah, it out. Um, I read Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, the first book in the Game of Thrones series by George R.R. R. Martin, who is looking more like a hobbit every day. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I read Sea Fire... And it was by Natalie C. Parker. Ooh. First of a trilogy. Let's see Andrea read about 15 books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. We all barely got some one. Yeah. <laughs> and also, DJ, I just want to point out, your one um, George R.R. R. Martin comment has been used, so you can't mention him. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can't talk about him being a hobbit any longer. I Okay, curator, what is the first topic of Oh, well, we were going to give a quick synopsis of our books. Oh, okay, please, tell us about your book. So my book is basically about this, like, extra, like, Earth, what, extraterrestrial, like, civilization, settlement, um, and this girl is increasingly finding out that disaster is about to strike her home, um, and none of the adults are willing to do anything about it. And so she's like, <laughs> guess I'll save the world. It always has to be the kids, doesn't it? It's always the teens. Alright. Oh, Lauren. My book. Okay, well, I just started feeling this pieces, and I'm yeah. kind of hooked. So. Yeah, I'm a little self-conscious because there's another person here that's read it. <laughs> so if I put it wrong, I'm going to get... Judge. But, okay, so my book is pretty much about, it followed the lives of, I think, four people in three. a small town. It's three. It's four. It's three? Yeah, it's Jack. It's three. Same, same, same. What did I say? Okay, so it follows the lives of three people um, in a small town in high school, and it's not like, it's definitely not a regular, I wouldn't even say it's a coming-of-age story, but it's definitely not your regular teen high school story. It, um... Uh, there's kind of one main character, her name is Alex, and it follows her after a horrible thing has happened to her in her life, and how she deals with it, how the people around her deal with it, and how things just get very bad. Not very good. quickly. Very quickly. Interesting. Yes. Um, my book, Game of Thrones, uh, never heard of it. <laughs> You've never heard of Game of Thrones? Well, that's crazy. Oh my god. Um, it follows three main families, uh, the Starks, the Tullys, and the Lannisters. Those are like, there's like 18 families, but those are the three <laughs> main. <laughs> like uh, there's lots of characters. There's lots of characters in Game of Thrones. But it follows, um, the trickery and lies and deception that occur when too many people are trying to rise to power in one kingdom. Oh, you mean and PTA moms? <laughs> and also, there's dragons, so it's, it's pretty awesome. Okay, so my book is, like, set so in the future we've gone backwards, 
Like, because <laughs> there's no technology anymore. And it's the story of how one girl decides to change things and she creates a whole fleet, a, a, a ship run only by women. I love her already. Hell yeah. yeah. It's all women crew, 50 girls, and <clears throat> they're trying to save all the kids being constri conscripted into the <clears throat> army. Drafted. 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 Yeah. Drafted. Yeah. 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 written and when it, when the story takes place. Okay. And how that affects them. Yeah, and how that affects the characters mm -hmm. and how they interact. Okay. Pick up that All right. spicy little meatball. Oh, oh well. Okay. I already started saying yeah. what I might say in the future. Yeah. But yeah. it's so, go off. There's no um as we know it is like in the like we're back in the three hundreds, like mm -hmm. like it's so there's no way of communication mm -hmm. but there's still remnants of the technology. Ooh. And so they use it um, for like, they're like, oh, these are like some weird gun stuff they used back then. And they're like, okay. <laughs> back then. And so, so it's kind of tricky for them to like get from one place to another place. Hmm. Or for them to like even use the equipment. And um, especially since they're girls, when they go to the markets, people are like less willing to sell stuff to them. It's like mm. insane. It's like, are you really, can you really know, do you really know how to use this? Yeah. Like, I'm glad there's still sexism hundreds of years ago. I know. I'm so excited. That gives us something to look forward to. I know. To. So we have climate change. We have sexism still. Not like, undoubtedly enough. racism. That one's oh, that, yeah, yeah, that was like a given, though. All right. All right. All right. Okay. As much as I want to pop off about social injustice. <laughs> yeah. um, Lee, why don't you tell us a little bit about your book okay. and when it takes place? Um, okay, it takes place in the future, obviously. It's um, science fiction and a lot of Ooh. classic science fiction. It takes place, like, far in the future. Like, 2012. was cutting-edge sci-fi. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember when exactly it takes place, um, but, like, it takes place in the future, and it was written, like, in the 60s, because, yeah, I, Asimov is, like, like classic, classic yeah. science fiction. Um, so the way it treats women isn't, like, great. Like, um, the whole, like, thing about the protagonist, Marlena, is that, like, she's not pretty, and it's, it, like, <gasps> it's accentuated, oh like, gosh. a lot that she's not conventionally attractive, oh, no. um, oh, but it's, like, but she's smart to make up for it, but no one ever talks about how smart she is, unless it's in reference to her being ugly, um, which really <laughs> reflects really poorly on the time period it was written. Oh, was your author, it was a man. Author, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I see. I meant to ask Andrea, was, was it, was, your, it was a woman. It was a woman? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Lauren, why don't you speak to us? I was going to say, what's worse than a woman? Being ugly. Oh. <laughs> to men, apparently. But, um, that's another topic. So, my book was written by a woman. Um, right? I love it already. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it was. And it's a realistic fiction. It was set, like, there's no... Like exact time, but it was definitely set in like our time like period. Like twenty thirteen. Like yeah, because I can definitely relate to like the high school stuff that's happening. Yeah. So 
I would say this time period. So really nothing special about it. Um, like how like differently women were treated because it's just like what we're going through now. So it should be easier to talk about. But yeah, it was written in now here in the cool. now. And how does that affect your female characters? Do you think? Um, it definitely probably better than any of your books. <laughs> I would say. Well, maybe not. Oh, yours. I didn't know, um, but. But there are, yeah, okay, there are tornadoes. against. But yeah, I definitely, um, like, oh my gosh, throwback to our first project, not only we're going to understand, it does help shatter, like, the single story of, like, females, because there's a bunch of different stereotypes of females, and, like, you learn that they're, like, so many different sides to them, and it's really, it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a really good book, because mm -hmm. I like how it does that. It's, like, made me look at people. Well, I've different. just started that, and already I'm seeing, like, yeah. the themes of, like, who your parents are shouldn't affect you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, there's lots of... And, like, how people, commentary. like, perceive you shouldn't be, like, how you face yourself. Yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. I think that's very cool. <laughs> it's so cool, DJ. And speaking of DJ Tanner, how, when was your book written? Okay, so my book is obviously fantasy but the, based on the technology they have and kind of like the whole the whole story and the way it's written, I'd say it's probably based more in the 1200s to 1400s okay. range. I'd say that's the time it's like most comparable to. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that definitely negatively affects the women in my story. First of all, there are about three or four or five male characters for every female character in my story. <laughs> but the two like main, I guess you could say, women characters are um, the wife of the main guy whose name is Catherine. And then the other girl who is sold as a child bride, and her name is Daenerys. Oh, and it, what's the what's the test we're talking about though? Where they Bechdel test. The Bechdel test. It. I was looking the other day, and it does not pass the Bechdel test. There is not a single conversation in that book between two women that is not about a third party man. Mm -hmm. And also, um, it's irritating because um, the Catherine, even though she is the queen and arguably awesome. She's portrayed as just this person who, like, the second her son is injured, she just falls apart. She can't do anything anymore. And she's being <laughs> attacked on the road to these different countries. And she just, she can't deal with her husband. Uh -huh. and, uh, and then Daenerys, who is 14 years old and has been married to this savage tribesman who, like, doesn't treat her well at all. And she's portrayed as being, like, really, like, mild-mannered. And what's irritating to me is that she wasn't mild-mannered until she was sold off to this husband, and now suddenly she's like, I have no opinions on anything anymore. So, I'm I'm a little upset about how women are treated. I can see that. But, yes. And it's just it's frustrating because it's such, like, a cool fantasy world, and it's such an awesome concept, yeah. and yet we're lacking in any female yeah. characters of any substance. Mm -hmm. So, but... So it goes. What's the the next the next tidbit we get to discuss? <laughs> um, okay. We okay, the next question is um how women interact with other characters in the story, which you kind of just touched yeah, on. The um, yeah. Especially yeah, with the Bechdel yeah. test. Yeah. And I'm thinking about it now, Andrea. The the female of the species barely passes the Bechdel test. Like yeah. Like Alex and PK's conversations are usually about Jack. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, barely passing. Oh, about, like, Paco, about, like, Adam, about, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Barely passing. So, yeah. that's yeah. upsetting. They do have one very strange conversation about God right towards the beginning. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, that's maybe God is my boyfriend, so <laughs> doesn't pass the Bechdel test. Yeah. My book, um, almost, it, like, barely passes the Bechdel test. Like, there's two female characters. Um, to be fair, there's, like, five, like, main characters in total. Okay. Or five or six. Um, but the, the only interaction that Marlena has with another female character is with her mom. 
Which, um, like, isn't great. Yeah. yeah. But there's not that many characters that exist, like, in the universe, like, in, like, the main plot line of the story. Okay. Okay. So, because there's, there's Marlena, her mom, um, Marlena's, like, weird love interest, who's, like, an older brother figure. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Um, um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Because uh, a woman's not a character without a without a love interest. Yeah, wait, can I can I pause right there? Yeah. Do all of our books the female has a love interest? Yes. That yes, is exactly. necessary to the plot. Yes. Sweet. Not to the plot though. Yours is not necessary. Your name is Wow. She hated him the whole book until the last chapter. She like wanted to. She almost oh, killed him. No. She like almost killed oh, him. No. That's almost worse. That's almost worse. Yeah, I'm and sorry. then it's like, uh, no, but but it's nice because like she was like. Um, she went to kill him not for who he was, but who he been consented, and okay. then she got to see, like, hey, it's not actually, like... I'm still crying feminist here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, 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 but mine definitely passes, like, the... The Bechdel the test? The Bechdel That's test. good. Because, like, it talks about so much. It talks about, um, lost, um, love between just friendly love, not okay. a family type of love. Okay. Not, not, like, romantic. Okay. Um, it talks about, um... Betrayal and like, and they're, they're talking about betrayal of the girls. Oh, it's, I'm, I'm really interested in that. Okay, like, so like 25 to 50% of the books we read as a group do sort of pass the Bechdel test. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, party. In, this, right. in this current literary climate, the best we can hope for. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you were you were saying words in your. <laughs> um, yeah, there's. About yeah, the love interest. You, yeah, her character, um, the book, like, um, literally opens up with her interacting with her love interest and Ooh. the yeah um the central part is that like he thinks like he is out to like protect her and sees her as like a younger sister and she's into him and it talk it rambles on for like an extremely long time about how like this boy has like this like other girl that he like that is he's with uh-huh. and how like Jealous Marlena is of her. No, just leave him, honey. I know. <laughs> oh God, she could do so much better for herself. I mean, yeah, but truly, she doesn't really interact with other characters outside of talking to her love interest and arguing with her mom. Okay. Uh, which I mean, she's cool. fifteen, so it's like. I mean, yeah, it's m- kind Mike's, of Mike's realistic. Like, Mike's like eighteen. She's like eighteen, seventeen. Yeah. I think, I think, and I do get that, that, like, your age definitely impacts that, but, and also you said there's not a lot of characters, which makes it harder to pass the Bechdel test, you don't have a lot of women just around to talk to about things. Which in in itself is a problem. (laughs) Which in itself is a problem. (laughs) You have six main characters, and two of them are women, that's a little bit of a cheat, but that's okay. Um, so, what else now that we've all talked about the Bechdel test? I think I have, okay, well, just the way, um, my characters interact with each other, because, it's kind of funny, like, the females in my story, at first, the way they interact with each other is, like, a very, like, male mindset of women, where it's like, oh, this woman is that one thing, and that's it. Like, there's a character in the story named Branley, and throughout most of the story, she just seems like the popular girl, like, knows, like, perfect, wear so much makeup, and all the girls are like, oh, ew, Branley, like, all oh, that's all she is. And you see another side of her, and there's PK, she's the preacher's kid, like, she herself only sees one side of her, and the other females in the story only see this one side of her, preacher's kid. And so, it's shattered at the end of the story, eventually, which is good. Good! But at the beginning, it's definitely the way even the females in the story interact with each other is, like, 
you can tell society is well, and Alex, Alex like kind of falls into the to the archetype of like she is a strong woman because she can punch things. Yeah, like yeah. as opposed to like someone who's like emotionally. And I don't know if that changes as the book goes on, mm-hmm. but it just she's definitely that that irritated me. She kind of fell into like the Black Widow archetype. Yeah, of, like she can punch things, but she yeah. has no emotional. Yeah, she feels nothing, only hit. And it's like that's not <laughs> that's not yeah, how yeah, humans yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. one. <laughs> That's all I got for interactions. Yeah, I was reading another book, the name of which I have forgotten. Sick. <laughs> but it's by Brandon Sanderson. And oh, the... Brandon. Yeah. The protagonist is also female. Um, and the way that she interacts with other characters is, like, really weird and, like, stilted. Because Brandon Sanderson is, like, a grown man. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's writing from, like, a teenage girl's perspective. Ooh, that never and it's, well. it's not, like, bad. It's just, like... Like, it's not how teenage yeah. girls talk. Yeah. And, like, there's a part where she's, like, she's, like, her whole goal is to, like, get into, like, the air, like, the space air force, basically. Like, um, okay. and she, like, is, like, fighting against, like, the, uh, like, opposition for her to get in because people don't like her because um, of mm-hmm. something the man in her life did, which is a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, she's super focused and driven on, like, this goal of, like, exceed like excelling in like mm-hmm. the space air force mm-hmm. um and it like it'll take weird sidebars to like like there's the one part where she's arguing with a guy and someone's like stop flirting but like to uh. me the reader it didn't come across as flirting at all so it was like oh yeah. was, were they supposed to be flirting? yeah was there- uh, <laughs> so well and it's also weird to see how men write interactions between yeah. men and women from the women's perspective yeah because it shows just like how like, they think their aggression yeah. comes off as flirting. Because, like, in the scene, like, the guy's, like, like, they're, argue- like, actually arguing. And she, like, the character is short, so she's, like, standing up on something as to not, like, feel, like, dominant here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, like, it just, like, yeah, it just, like, shows how men, yeah. like, assume that them being aggressive and, like, assertive is, like, attractive. Yeah. Well, because that's what they're taught. Yeah. yeah. It's very yeah. weird to see a guy write yeah. that way. Because it's, like... Yeah, and the preface, like, all of the books we read, it's not like, if we talk about, oh, this char- this female character is written weird, it's not because the authors are bad. If all of our books have amazing authors, you know? But oh, if yeah. a female with character is written bad, it's not because they're bad at being authors, they're just bad at understanding women. Like, yeah. yeah. And the thing is, they've been around women all their lives. Like, no matter where you are, you're gonna be around a woman that acts like a human. It's like, their inability to understand like they don't want to understand women yeah they're, they're like, like oh, i get women you know like, women are just like god's yeah. mystery yeah they love yeah. pink and they love me you know yeah. like, that's not how well, it is that's why that's what makes me so mad about daenerys caitlin arguably is a little better in my book because like she's still like is a queen and runs her country and is a super awesome mother and like also knows how to fight which is great but what makes me so mad about daenerys and arguably she is young so like obviously you're not yeah. a fully developed human at 14 yeah but it's also irritating because the way he writes her her interactions with her husband there's a language barrier in there. So, like, she can't understand him and he can't understand her and it doesn't matter because they have an arranged marriage. But, like, the way in which he writes her, it's like she makes every effort to, like, seem, like, small and, like, easily controlled and he makes every effort to, like, dominate every conversation and, like, make it and make it very apparent that he's in charge. Yeah. And she's also, like, very much domineered by her brother who wants to, who's marrying her for, like, um, power in the kingdom. Uh-huh. And it's just... 
it's frustrating to see that like yes even if you are scared as a woman he has he talks about her internal thought and even her thought inside her head is just like i must listen to the men around me and i'm like that's not yeah, that's, that's not, not how like, even if women feel like scared and like don't want to stand up to someone that's not the inner thought process. no yeah like if women are scared they know that if they appear scared people are just gonna take that and run with it like just completely take over the conversation like if we show any fear that's why women always have to be so on guard all the time because yeah. if we show like any submission people are gonna think like we're nothing we can't stand up for ourselves and they're just gonna totally like undermine us so it's you just like always have to be on just all the time. Yeah, and even even in the case you on, um, you just said like she can be like she can be like a fearful, small in his yeah. presence, but she's not gonna be thinking those things. Yeah, she's gonna be like, oh my it's, gosh, I can't stand this, but I have to be this way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be out of like self protection. Exactly, and like, that's my issue. Is like I don't have an issue with her being like submissive towards her yes. partner because he's like five times bigger than she's scary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I do have a problem with her mindset being mm-hmm. like completely flat and just like she yeah. has no like complex thoughts yeah. about she's anything. She's like, I'm right. I'm supposed to be acting this way. Like, yeah, it's yeah. hard, especially, like, seeing books where there's female protagonists and they still feel like a side character to the yeah. man in the story. Like, it's, and it, okay, in Nemesis, like, they're, like, the, the main character's mom is, like, this brilliant scientist who finds, like, that there's a habitable, like, star, like, closer than, like, wow. Alpha, whatever, the second closest sun size star to Your Earth. Your is so much better than um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but... Like, she's, like, this super smart, like, astrophysicist and who comes up with, like, who discovers this star and is, like, planning with, like, this government official who's a man to get them, like, up to the star. Because, like, Earth is already, like, fractured into, like, different, like, smaller settlements, civilizations. Um, Settlizations. Settlizations. And every time they interact, like, she goes, like, we need to, like, do this and this and this because, like, I'm a scientist mm-hmm. and I know, like, like science and yeah. I know what will be best, like, scientifically for this planet. And every single time he, like, talks her out of it. Like, he, like, talks her, like, he, like, socially manipulates her and it's, like, perfectly okay. Like, in the story, like, we're supposed to be on his side. Like, it's just really weird that, like, like, it just, like, forces her into, like, submission in, like, a really strange yeah. way. Yeah, and she's confident. Like, she knows that she's right. Yeah. yeah. But. Uh, okay, alright. What's the, the next thing? Um, okay. Fired um, up. I, I know, I'm getting, <laughs> getting fired up. Real heated about yeah. submissive women in literature. Oh. Yeah. This okay. is why I came. Um, okay, so how the author's male perspective influences the portrayal of women. We've kind of touched on this. Yeah. But, like. Just, like, how their experiences feed into the stereotypes they believe. George R.R. Martin is, I think, the oldest author at the time of his writing the book, I would tentatively say. Um, I don't know about your guys, he was in the 60s. Yeah, he was born in the 20s. Okay, so So, yeah, so Edward Brian, I think, was in, like, his 40s when he first embarked to write the Game of Thrones series. And um, I think it's very interesting because he, I think... Um, he definitely grew up in a different time, and his mindset really reflects that, his mindset of, like, because one of the biggest themes in Game of Thrones is the patriarch of the family, and everything yeah. kind of flows down from the patriarch of the family, and if you don't have a strong patriarch, your kingdom is going to fall apart, mm-hmm. and it's going to be terrible. 
And I think, I think he definitely made a valiant effort to write a strong woman in the character of Caitlyn. But it's just like, because there is this really cool, because um, someone tries to murder her son. And there's oh, this yeah. really amazing scene in which she not only physically fights him, but she also like bargains with this person and like basically talks them out of and that they're killed by a wolf, but like she does. Oh. She <laughs> well, like does she does most of them. I want to die wolf. But like she does try to talk to them, and I just. But it's just it's so frustrating because she has that great exchange, and then later in the story, her husband finds her, and then suddenly, as soon as she's with her husband, she's like a broken woman, and she's like, "I'm so concerned about her son." And I was because um, she's disabled for the last half of the story because she gets her hand really mangled in like oh, a knife geez. fight with the guy, so like she can't use her hand, and. Um, who has their ringer on? Andrea! And um, it was, uh, and it's just really interesting to see, like, how he writes women versus how he, how he writes Caitlyn versus how he writes her in the presence of her husband. And it's, like, two different characters. Like, it's it's really, really mm-hmm. weird. Oh, yeah. And he writes the, uh, they have two daughters, Sansa and Arya. Ooh. And Arya is the younger one, and she's very much like a tomboy, and she wants to learn how to fight, and she wants to learn how to, like, battle, and she wants to work. And she's very much, like, ridiculed, but it's not portrayed as bad. It's just portrayed as, like, women should not be in positions of, like, military power, and that's just how it is. And so I think it's just really interesting in their portrayal of this girl and, like, how she's ridiculed for wanting, like, a military career, even though she is literally eight years old. So that's my two cents. What about about y'all? What, what were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> we talking about how women interact in males' prisons. Oh, yeah. In okay. our um, well, in my book, um, a really big part of it is, like, relationships, heterosexual relationships, but, um, <laughs> but... <laughs> the uh, only kind. Yeah. But, okay, I'm gonna... Exactly. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but the, I'm just gonna tell you right now, because I, I know you guys want to read it. Right now, there is, like, um, like sexual abuse in the story uh-huh. by, you know, men who think they're important, and so I think that's really important just to kind of slide it in there, because, first of all, Alex proves she's very tough, even in the face of, like, men trying to be yeah. stronger than her, yeah. which I think is really important. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely a lot of that, and there's a lot of, like, um, not even after that, how people at school treat the victims of, like, the sexual assault or the almost sexual assault. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it really opens your eyes, and it kind of makes you... And it made the males in the story that experienced this, because they're kind of there when it happened, realize, like, how bad it is. You know, they yeah. kind of made them realize, like, this is happening to, like, people that I love and care about. So, you know, it's kind of like a now it's important kind yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah. But I'm really glad the author added that in, because, first of all, it took me by surprise. It snatched my wig. But it was just, I don't know, I think it was just, it was just really important to show that, like, it was not just, like, a cute little, like, high school story. Like, it was no. just yeah. really throwing it all at you and show, like, every single facet of, like, females in high school and really what they go through and, like, so, yeah. That That's so, really... like, cool. It's, it's called Female Species. Book. It's such a good book. It is called Female Species. Yeah, it does work. Female, yeah. <laughs> so, females. Okay, and what's our last topic? Um, yeah, we want to we wrap up big Do You said you had topics. Oh. Uh, oh, she had yeah. topics. What is our... What uh, are unique challenges um, women face in our books that okay. men don't face? Ooh. Ooh, okay. We love the question. All right. This, uh, this is a good note to end on. I love this. Okay. Uh, Audrey, do you want to start? Okay. Okay, I'll go. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll go. Okay, I'll go. Twist my arm. Okay. Um, so I kind of t- touched on this earlier, but there are lots of things, like, they can't buy certain stuff. Like, they try to go buy stuff in the marketplaces, and they're like, um, 
we don't think you're like uh, trustworthy, they're credible to buy this. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of stuff when they're like, oh wait, um, that was you that did this? Uh-huh. No, that wasn't yeah. you. Um, we're, like, we're like not going to take you seriously. Like they don't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, take us seriously. Yeah. And, like, and, they, and then they show that if you don't take us seriously, we will like destroy you. And, oh my god. But like the men don't face that. The men are just like, oh hey, give, give, give us the money. Okay. <laughs> and then, then they're like, hi, give us this. You seem like, like no, not really. Yeah. You, don't, you don't seem up to it. And it's just like, come on. They're like, the, come on. It's like, <laughs> she's speechless. She's, she's right she, speechless. Sister speechless. Like, okay. Warren, <laughs> you look pretty heated. Do you want to go? I am him. I'm trying to think. I mean, it's not really like just in my story they face this. This is more just like the American education yeah. system. But of course, it's the thing where like, women and men versus, like, sleeping with each other were, like, in the story. The females are, like, they always talk about the graffiti in the bathrooms and how the graffiti in the bathrooms always, like, oh, Branley is, like, a slut and, like, um, like she yeah. slept with my, like, friend or something like that and that's all the graffiti. And then, of course, the men get, like, high fives and they hear that they, like, slept with someone new. And so yeah. that's kind of an ongoing thing in this and how the... Just, like, they're not respected, and especially, like, the victims that happen to, they're just, like, not respected as like, much. Victim you know? Exactly. That's Ooh. exactly it. And they're like, oh, you guys want, like, you're gonna be flowered. And then the men, on the other hand, are like, ooh, good job, you went go get them. So, it's not really just a challenge in my book, but just, like, in the, in the school system, that's still very prevalent, and oh, sadly doesn't look like it's gonna change. They have to, which really sucks. One step at a time, but, man. Yeah. yeah. But again, this is, this is... Kylie said 2016 was the year of realizing things. I think it's 2018. Okay. I think it's 2019. 2019. Yeah, it's 2018. 2019 is going to be women's year. I'm calling it. Uh, um, the future is female. Can I get an amen? Amen. Bible. That's a Bible. Okay. Yeah. Um, one of the main issues that, like, the protagonist of my book, like, as well as her mother, like, face is just, like, the men in the story not taking them seriously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, like, but is that, like, an issue in the story, or did you just notice that? It's kind of, like, both. Like, it's okay. an issue, like, plot-wise. Um, like, like I said, with, like, the the mom going to, like, the board of directors, mm-hmm. or, like, whatever his title was, like, he's in charge of, like, something in government, and he's, like, like, she, like, he doesn't trust what she has to say about, mm-hmm. like, her field of expertise, and, like, Marlena is, like, trying to warn people about this, like, disaster that's gonna like hit nemesis and mm-hmm. no one believes her um and like it's like it's also plays into like people like just being like skeptical of like teenagers and especially teenage girls oh. which is really really toxic um, we're just emotional and hysterical i know it's yeah. just our time yeah. of the month that's why we're yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah we have no real feelings actually feelings no. are fake no yeah no definitely we are fake <laughs> women aren't real. This is no, not real. Women are God's mystery because they don't exist. <laughs> True. Um, shoot, what are we? Oh, women and challenges. Um, I think one of the main challenges that um, one of the main issues this this book deals with is um, lots of derogatory terms towards women, just used like casually. And granted, it was a different time, and there were less savory words for prostitutes than there mm-hmm. are now, and so it's just like, and there's this whole scene in which one of the characters, who 
you know, to George R. R. Martin's credit, is displayed as, like, a horrible, despicable, like, nice guy, with, like, air quotes. Okay, and, um, so, But there's this part where he's just like, oh, yeah, like, all women are whores, and that's, like, the, the like, genesis of his. And it's just, that's one of the problems I think women face the most, is that women are expected to, like, be everything for their man, but the minute that they actually show that they're committed to someone, then they're just, like, you know, they're just, like, putting themselves out there yeah. too much, and they're just, like, a slut. Yeah. And it's just, and it, it's kind of similar to your book, which is so weird, because they take place, like, 800 years apart. Yeah. And, wow, um, women are still oppressed in the same and, way. Yeah, and it's just, it's hard because, and women have a very hard time being taken seriously in the court. Like, there's this bit where she's like, hey, this wolf attacked someone, we should probably do something. And then all the men king are like, silence, wench! Your opinion, <laughs> yeah. your opinion is not wanted here in the court! So, and it's just, and I think that's one of the main issues they face is these women who are literally rulers of countries, like queens and, like, noble women in government are still being, like, continuously silenced by men, yeah. even when the men are being stupid and the women are making valid points. Yeah. That seems like a pretty common theme. Yeah, yeah. That's the tea, and that's the tea on that. And yeah. that is the tea on what? That, on, on that. that. Oh, on that. Alright, so, I think we've had, yeah. we've had a pretty good, any, any, any close, yeah, yeah, good discussion. So, yeah, yeah, closing remarks. If I don't get more books, about women pretty soon, I'm gonna lose my mind and probably put DJ in a chokehold. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sweet. Alright, I don't know how it's my fault, but right. <laughs> um, my closing remarks are, this isn't to like be like all male authors are terrible, because they're not, no. and also not all male characters are terrible, there's awesome male characters, but it's just more of a thing to like, be aware of what you're reading and be aware of the stereotypes yeah. you're facing, even if they're not portrayed as bad, and just yeah. like, also, I think we're making good strides. I think there's more books about women coming out. I think oh, there's yeah. more books about women by women coming yeah. out. Yeah. And even books, like, about women by men that have, like, yeah. strong, like, capable, like, female protagonists. Yeah. Um, Rick Riordan, you can say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially in, like, a lot of, like, young adult literature is, like, a, like a genre that's really, like, blossoming in diversity and, like, not even, and, like, strong characters that, like, aren't yes. white men. Yeah, and... Yes. Think oh, about it, ladies. We don't have to write under pen names anymore. To well, be yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> J.K. Vine? No, no, no. What's, I don't even know her first jo- name. Joanne. J- Joanne. Jo- 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 and also, just to build yeah. off of DJ's point, where just like, just because something may be fun and good doesn't mean it's, doesn't mean it's like, actually like good representation for everyone. Just because K.J. Oppa might be hot doesn't mean Riverdale is good. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. This has been Books for Bad Bitches. This has been very bad. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you so much for yeah. tuning in. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. See you Don't next time. Nice. <laughs>